to the Open Door Policy Podcast. In each episode, Danielle and I speak with all types of joyful missionary disciples who are unleashing the gospel in their own different and exciting ways. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and share our podcast with your family and friends. And in this episode, you'll get to hear how Danielle always lives hard. And you're going to know what animal you need to be texting at Father Steve Pullis. Hey, guess what today is? Merry Christmas, Danielle. Thank you. Merry What's Christmas today? Please to Navidad. Today is our special Christmas episode. Christmas episode. Guess what? I I wrote like all these questions yeah, for you, you on these, these little, little like, like little papers, fortune cookie papers. Yeah, they're there. all questions for you. Are you ready for these? I am listo. Okay. First right. question: If you were Santa, what cookie would be waiting for you? If I were Santa, a chocolate chip cookie would be Classic. Do you own a Christmas sweater? I do not. What? Okay. What is your favorite holiday movie? Movie. Movie. Favorite holiday movie? I really love uh, like an old movie called The Bishop's Wife. Um, In a nativity scene, which character would you be? (laughs) Uh, I'd be the camel. Okay. Um, that is a that is an animal, but we'll is that come not back a character? to that. I guess. What is the what is what is the best holiday side dish? Growing up, we had a relish tray of pickles. Oh, and I loved those pickles we had. So, what pickles? What role do you tend to play at family gatherings? Uh, being the priest, I get to lead the prayer. Oh, good. Um, what three words best describe the Grinch? Green, misunderstood, and potential. So they want to get to know me, do they? Do you have a favorite holiday pastime? You know, I don't get to do it in the same way now being a priest, but when I was like in college and all through my young adult life, we would go to midnight mass, my brothers and one of my sisters and I. And that just was a really fun tradition as young adults to, to go to midnight mass. So that'd be one of them. Yeah. Okay, that's my that's my eight questions. Let's All return. Right. Let's return to some of these. <laughs> Why camel? I camel has been was one of my favorite animals when I was growing up. Like really? I loved going to the zoo and really? seeing the camel. And Look at this. We've been this is season four, and I'm learning so much <laughs> about you. We're always learning How about, about each other. How about camel isn't your favorite emoji then? I is there a camel emoji? I thought there was. Anyway, there might be. I just it's too deep in the scrolling yeah, for me to find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so why why camel again? You just liked know, them. I, I liked it. You know, in the nativity scene we had growing up, it was big, and it was always like falling over because yeah. it wasn't on the like the, the platform. The legs right. It was yeah. on the tree skirt, mm-hmm. and so it had to be really precariously placed there. And I, I, I like the camel. I like it too. Tell me about this movie and why it's your favorite. Have you ever seen it? No. So they made a remake in the 90s with Denzel Washington called The uh, the Preacher's Wife. So who sent you exactly? The top man himself. But it's about a, it's called The Bishop's Wife, so clearly it's not a Catholic bishop. It's a uh, <laughs> well, Anglican bishop. Well, he could have converted or, and gotten special permission. Yeah, not bishops. Bishops oh, okay. can't do that. See, I also learned Le- another thing. Hey, this always learn in here. This is a great the more episode. You know. Yeah. Um, but it's about a a bishop who's kind of obsessed with fundraising for this cathedral he wants to build, and the Lord sends him an angel who helps him, spoiler alert, understand the true meaning of Christmas. Oh, wow. And uh, it's through this angel's interacting with this uh, uh, Episcopalian bishop and his wife, and it's just like a great 1940s, 50s, 
Christmas story, and it's not as well known as It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. So I feel like uh, it's... You just want to give it a shout out? Giving it a shout out, and you don't see it all the time, so it's got a freshness to it that I like. Tonight I want to tell you the story of an empty stocking. Once upon a midnight clear, there was a child's cry. Yeah, I, I actually kind of want to see that now. Um, tell me a little bit more about this relish dish, but first I'm going to tell the listeners, when I came into the studio today, there was at the chair where I sit a clean jar and it was a pickle jar but father steve was like if you want you can use this and i did so i filled it with water and i'm drinking water out of uh, yeah. recycled upcycled my jar. my christmas gift to you was you. a recycled pickle jar i'm still waiting and I'm to still see using- what uh <laughs> you know what's going to be reciprocated okay. but you know well, no, you're just no so hard feelings the game. okay i'm doing my best <laughs> um I'm so sorry you know i I had kind of forgotten about this for a while, but we had this, and it seems kind of silly, but we had this like tray of pickles and olives and celery that my mom would put out for Christmas and Thanksgiving, and I don't know why I liked it that much. It was like three different kinds of pickles, and it was on this special dish, and I, I've been thinking about it because someone mentioned it uh, not too long ago in my family, and I thought... That was a lot of fun. You know what? One of my coworkers was talking to me last year, and she said, it's interesting because th- there was an age, and she told me the age, and I forget what it is, but she was like, this age is kind of like when the mind decides, like, this is what Christmas is. And she was like, you know, like, you know, I think her she had two sons. I think when they were like eight years old, she set up the nativity set a certain way, yeah. and they were kind of like, this is, this is Christmas. And now she's like, if I move the nativity scene a different way on like the mantle it's like mom this is not how it goes so it's just like i think part of that like s- like sacred festivity of like like this is a special thing like this the is a dish. polis Chris- christmas right love it i christmas. love pickles all right danielle my okay. turn now to ask you about rapid fire christmas questions please number one good you ready yes is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I don't know. Have I've never ever... seen it. Okay, all right. Okay. Number two. <laughs> no, no, no. Rapid fire. Hang on. We'll, we'll go back. Number two. Okay. Best Christmas gift you ever gave? Golly. Um, I'm giving a pretty cool one uh, this year, so hopefully this episode doesn't give away any surprises, but I'm making someone like a really fun scavenger hunt that like they're going to meet up with friends along the way that are surprise friends, but there's also like a like spaghetti western storyline. There's bad guys. There's secret codes. Okay, great. Okay. So this year's scavenger hunt. Yeah. Uh, number three, have you ever been in a parade, a Christmas yes. parade or another one? Yes. Yes. Okay, we'll come back to that. Uh, number four, what is unique about a center family Christmas? Oh, um, A, calendar. Okay. Okay. Looking forward to calendar yep. later. Uh, number five, have you ever been away from home on Christmas? No. Uh, number six, what is your favorite Christmas memory? We're going to go with a mouse. A mouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, number seven, have you ever cut down a Christmas tree? Yes. And number eight, favorite Christmas carol? Uh, God rest you, merry gentlemen. Nice. Okay. All right. Tell me about a calendar. Okay. So oh, I think I might have talked about this last year, um, but my my family, my mom like made this bin of costumes and it, when it was time to like reenact the Christmas story, we would all reenact it as like cousins and my uncle Jim would be King Herod and his... <laughs> 
and his costume was like these like goldish curtains that went like around his shoulders like a cape also a colander on his head so um for the crown yeah for the crown obviously what do you think like this a, is a crowndender like a crowndender yeah, so okay. um that's that's that memory yeah uh, and favorite Christmas memory is a mouse. Well, that was just the first one that I thought of. But when I was a kid, we went to a church that's actually, it's not, um, it's not open anymore. It's knocked down, but they had, uh, you know, like that, you know, like a nativity set, like it's like a little shed and then it has a plexiglass front. Yeah. 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 yeah so they had one of those and a mouse got into it. And so a mouse was living in the nativity set with like all the animals and stuff, which like I think the 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 adults were kind of like, oh gosh, but like as the as like children, we were like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> so um, that's a that's a special memory, and I think my youngest brother Josh was like just just getting like to be a big enough kid where he could like talk and point things out and stuff, and so we were talking to him about the mouse. Yeah, <laughs> that's great mm-hmm. uh, because those have animals in them already, so right. the mouse it's, makes sense. It's just right? like coming to life. Thanks be to God. This this time of year is so. I think it's just magical, and maybe that's because like part of me is just like such a kid, but um, I love the magic of this season. I love the lights, all that stuff. What parade were you in? Have you ever been in a parade? Uh, this is not your turn to ask questions, <laughs> all like, right? It's your turn um, to answer when questions. When I was in high school, I used to act a lot at our community theater with my with my brother Paul um, and my sister Christine, and we were in like we were in multiple parades, but like specifically holiday parade. We were in the the, the youth theater's version of Christmas Carol that year. Okay. So we had to like dress in the costumes, and I so like, you were parade. in costume yes. for yes. Christmas Carol parade. Yep. Okay. Yep. Christmas Carol parade, and it's really funny because I just adore parades. There's something about <laughs> have, like honestly though, have you ever been in a parade? I have. I've been. Why so, were you in a parade? So twice, once in high school for. Uh, well, oh, because you, you were in a play. You were in a play. Wait, no, wait, tell the listeners. People, he was John get, number five. Get out of here. Okay. People in high school don't go in parades. Why? For, for like plays. I, that's not a thing. Oh, I don't well, think. okay. Well, I was in high school. Uh, okay. That's why cool. I'm surprised. Right. No, uh, when I was in high school, we had like a homecoming parade that's, down the street. Oh, in the neighborhood? No, down like Ryan Road in Warren. Oh, so it was just like solely the. It I was, was all the floats. So, so every class this. made a float, like okay. a trailer sized okay. float. Yep. Okay. And those got processed down, and then people who were like homecoming court oh. got processed oh. down. And were you so, homecoming court? I don't remember. Yes, you, know? you do. Tell <laughs> I, me. Tell I, me. I, I don't tell remember. me. Oh my gosh. Okay, so, we're gonna call so you that, sister. That one time, and then the second time, I was uh, I was working on a political campaign in uh, college. Okay. And we were in the parade, like, throwing candy out to people wearing a T-shirt that said, vote for whoever. I'm a parade expert <laughs> is what I'm, I'm finding we out now. We should be in a parade just, like, as open-door open policy. Door policy. <laughs> like, no one knows what we are. Dear listeners, does anyone have a convertible? <laughs> you have to drive it. We'll sit on the back. For the Thanksgiving Day parade, like, right behind the big Solanus Casey. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Kind of blow up. Big head. Yeah, that sounds good. Is there anything that you're, like, really looking forward to this Christmas season or, like, really, really inspiring you? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, Being a priest, I get to see a lot of the light of the world, but also a lot of darkness at times, too. Um, And Christmas is this time of great hope Mm -hmm. of um, that even the day is getting brighter, right? Because it's right around the winter solstice. 
and Christ coming into the world. Uh, I always think about Christmas being a time when God's love is made for us human, right? Tangible. God yeah. became man. And he becomes man in a little baby, mm-hmm. which is like even the hardest heart can it can be softened at the love of a little child, a, a newborn baby. And so I, I just think about that this Christmas. I think about just kind of blessings in my own life, how God's worked in my life this year and the yeah. people that uh, I've grown closer to and seen grow closer to the Lord and kind of additions to our family. My brother and his wife had uh, adopted twins this year. And so hey. like celebrating that blessing this year. So I'd say those are some of the the things I am most joyful for and looking forward to this Christmas. Yeah. What yeah. about you, Danielle? I think that I've just been like playing within my mind is John the Baptist. I'm I have you ever like just I've like, heard of him, yeah. Yeah, have you heard of him? Yeah. Well yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they read a reading about him like the second week of Advent, I wanna say. Anyways, did you have a homily that day? Tell I me didn't. Later. Oh, no. okay. Ah no. anyway, this is the thing about him that I just love, and you maybe have more insights. Like did he have to like wrestle with the weird that God called him to? Like, was he actually like, like the class introvert? And God was like, <laughs> listen, desert, camel hair, locust. Or was he like, like already, was he just like, did he have that fire just naturally? And was he like, this is what yeah. I'm doing. Goodbye forever. And we really don't know. Like he had to send his disciples to Jesus and be like, uh, question. Right. Are you the guy? Yes. No. Yes. No. Yeah. So. Like when he was in prison, right? right? Saying like, "Hey, I'm, I'm out here, kind of like laying my life down for the truth. Like, are you the one I should send them to?" I know. So yeah, there's a lot of enigma, a lot of like unanswered questions about John the Baptist's life and about his, his mission, right? Which yeah. I, I think speaks to all of us about. God doesn't always hit us over the head with right. what we need to do now and certainly what we need to do in the future. He leads us by kind of um, he leads us by a life of faith. And and even John the Baptist was kind of preaching um, like hard repentance style, like like old school prophets. Yeah, you, know? you brood of vipers. Right, right. Which um, which Jesus comes with so much gentleness and meekness. And then I'm also kind of like, how well did you guys know each other? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> um. I don't know. You know th- so that's just something that I've been p- playing with in my mind. One of the things just thinking about Christmas is, uh, and, and this is a bit of a non sequitur here, but I love, especially in Detroit, how like culturally diverse and ethnically oh diverse gosh, we are. Yeah. All the different religious or cultural expressions of yes. the nativity or at Christmas. And there's one I saw a couple of years ago that I just love. It's this young Hispanic couple outside of a party store. Have you oh, seen yeah, this yeah. one? A, a, an art piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So it's two-dimensional. It's an illustration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's just like it brings the reality of what Mary and Joseph must have been going through in first century Palestine to 21st century wherever in America, right? This young couple who doesn't know where to stay. and it's a It's a modern context, but... I feel like sometimes art, and especially around Christmas, there's a lot of beautiful art or, yeah. or unique art, can open my eyes to see the mystery of Christmas a little bit a little bit differently and in a new light. Yeah, especially because the Christmas story is so... Ubiquitous, like, right? So, like, you hear it. Yeah, but then, like, to really... I, I know the, exactly the illustration that you're, you're yeah. talking of, and um, it's like, like, the reality of that story 
a woman in labor and there's no room for her like mm-hmm. cut like who are these people that a woman is in labor and everyone's like sorry like my bed's more important to me than it is to you right now like you think someone would be like it's chill i'll sleep on the floor ma'am <laughs> like you know like that's that's bizarre and preposterous but that's the christmas story too it's not just this beautiful silent scene it's also like kind of messy well and that's what god breaks into right that's what jesus comes into right yeah not when I've got my life all put together and I'm at my most generous. Yeah, right. <laughs> when he breaks into <laughs> right. the messiness and even kind of the pettiness of people's lives to say, you know, a newborn king is here and he wants you to first receive him with love and second to follow him as a disciple. Also, here's the song that the angels know how to sing. Like, y'all probably don't deserve this, but here it is. You know, like that's this incredible meeting of heaven and earth. So I'm really looking, I'm just, I'm just looking forward to it. I'm having a great little Christmas season. <laughs> are, are you rocking out to anything in preparation for Christmas? Any Advent music or any I like Christmas an, uh, Spotify Okay, so a little bit of shame to our friend Joe Balistrieri, who was a guest once. I have been asking him for an Advent playlist for years, and he has never given me one. So I made one I didn't one know we were doing year. public shaming <laughs> yes. on this uh, podcast, yeah, 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 but okay. Yeah. Yep, strongly. <laughs> um, he's a good friend of mine. And so I had to make, I made my own and it was like, and I was like, I, I'm not, I'm not high class enough to like actually know what stuff is good. So I have like Sam Cooke singing A Change Is Gonna Come. Like I've got like a bunch of Motown. I've got like Kermit the Frog singing There's Only One More Night Till Christmas. All, like there's <laughs> only one more night till Christmas. So I was like, hey, Joe, I made this playlist. And like, honestly, within like 10 minutes, he sent me a better one. <laughs> So that's what you needed to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about so, you? Uh, well, just uh, heads up to our listeners. If you want Danielle to shame any of your friends yeah, yeah, yeah. on just Open Door Policy, just, just uh, drop us a note on our I uh, see this Twitter with a lot handle. of love. He's a great man. Yeah, so I've been listening to Christmas music during Advent. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hear a lot of Advent music at yeah. church, and I get to live here, at, get to live at Sacred Heart Seminary. Um, so I hear wonderful music yeah. um, throughout the week. but. I love listening to Christmas music, and I got a great, um, like, Christmas hymn, Christmas carols and hymns Spotify playlist I've been rocking out to, because I don't really want to hear, like, rocking around the Christmas tree or I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. So I I like some of the beautiful, especially, like, English and French carols. Oh, yeah. What are your favorites right now? Like, that are really, really beautiful. Um, I do like God Rest You Merry Gentlemen. I, I, I say that I'm like not listening to Christmas music, <laughs> but I'm also like, I also justify myself because I'm like, A, Feast of St. Nicholas happened like at the beginning of December. So any Santa that's music in, is that's fine. Yeah. yeah. B, anything about Mary is is free because of Immaculate Conception. C, anything about winter well, is Immaculate fine Well, Immaculate Conception. Too. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Our Lady of Guadalupe. December 10th is the feast that Pope Francis just added to the universal calendar of Our Lady of Loretto, which had not been on the universal calendar. Bless up. Our Lady of Loretto refers to the Holy House of Loretto where Mary was born and the Annunciation occurred. So we got, this is uh, that week from the 8th through the 12th is like Mary's big time three jumbo feasts. And also at the end of the day, if I hear about baby Jesus on the radio, I'm like... I'll take this. <laughs> like, I'm not complaining. Oh, holy night. Okay. Like, throw that theology down, Josh Groban. Oh, so, 
so, yeah. What, what are you doing for Christmas mass? I'm a sucker for midnight mass, so yeah. if it's not snowing. I like to be at the cathedral. Actually, you know what? I should make up for what I said about Joe Balistrieri. He does beautiful music, and he'll be at the cathedral, and so I like to go there and be uplifted. <laughs> I think the archbishop's going to be at the cathedral, too. Who is right? it? Archbishop Vigneron. I don't know if you've heard of him. Can you describe him, him to me? Uh, tall, looks okay. like Stephen Colbert. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Francis is totally my new favorite pope. Usually investments. Where's the hat? Yep, okay, exactly. I know who it is. Okay, yeah. cool. Well. Well, to, to you and your family, yeah. Danielle, and to all of our listeners, hope you have a, a really blessed Christmas uh, just experiencing God's love for you in the incarnation and celebrating it not just on December 25th, but the whole season of Christmas to know how deeply you're loved by the Lord and how he wants you just to receive that gift of his love during this Christmas season. We're thankful for you guys. We're thankful for the ways that Jesus is working in your life. We look forward to 2020 and the ways that God is going to blow us all away. Amen. Christmas high five. Merry Christmas. Before we say goodbye, if you liked this episode, please share it with your friends, your neighbors, your relatives, your Trader Joe cashier. You can also leave us a review on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our handle is at Open Door Detroit. Help us unleash the gospel. Open Door Policy was produced by Ron Pangborn and the creative team of the Archdiocese of Detroit. I'll just like say the words after you like an annoying sibling. Stop, stop, welcome, Danielle. Welcome. Stop, Danielle. I'm trying to do the intro. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.